Hello, everybody. My name is Abby Murphy. Wait, that sounded like slurred. Hold on, let me try again. Hello, everybody. My name is Abby Murphy. Okay, that's a lot better. Hey, guys, my name's Abby. Welcome to the That's Life pod. Um, new episodes every Friday about Jesus transitioning in life, how to be a Christian in a non-Christian world. You know the deal. It's like one of those like, oh, fun, let's talk about Jesus podcasts. I think Jesus is super fun. Hopefully you think the same thing. And if not, I bet I can convince you otherwise. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so happy that you're here. Whether you've been here before, you keep listening um, every single week. Or if you just came here, you're here for a reason. You're supposed to be here. Don't turn this podcast off. We're going to become friends. It's going to be fun. I mean, like, if you need to turn the podcast off, that's fine. And, like, I'll be sad. But, you know, it's okay. Like, you do you. Like, you live your life. But, like, you should stay. You should really say, because I think we're going to be great friends. This is the start of a beautiful friendship, and I can just feel it. I just know. Um, Before getting into the podcast, I'm just going to kind of give you a little overview of how it goes down. Usually the first mm, 10 to 15 minutes-ish, I'll do, like, some sort of life update, a little, you know, hey, this is my week, and this is what happened, and blah, 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 just because I like to talk. (laughs) I I just think it's fun. That's why I have a podcast. I mean, I like to talk, but anyways... Um, I also, and then, and then I'll pray and then I'll go into the message, which today's message, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about it. I literally, I was so usually I film podcasts on a Thursday, but today is a Monday. First of all, gross Mondays. I actually love Mondays. I think it's like a start to the new week, but they're just like, it's just hard because Sunday is so fun because it's like, you know, the Lord's day and you like rest and stuff. And then Monday you have to like start all over but I I think that I like Mondays I'm starting to like Mondays because you start all over and it's like if you had one of those weekends where you just kind of like slacked off like it's a Monday like it's about drive it's about power if you watch TikTok you know what that's from but like it's just you just start over and it's just a good kick to the day to the week I guess not really the day but whatever so life update let's get into how my Monday went down. So I woke up this morning and I was like, you know what? I've really been wanting to read smaller verses and dig really deep into the verses for my Bible time rather than like chapters, which is what I normally do. Well, I do like a chapter and then I'll read some of a book and whatever and blah, blah, blah. It's about like 45 minutes to an hour. I try. Some mornings I I get like 30 minutes, 15 minutes, um, but I usually try to do about 45 Anyways, long story short, I was like, I want to do smaller, smaller chunks of the Bible and really dig into it. And so I was like, oh, let's start at the parables because in Sunday church, we're learning about Jonah and the whale. And I think it's really cool how like there's a story that we've grown up with and we're like digging super deep into it in ways that I'd never thought of before. So I'm like, I'm going to apply this to the parables. So I turned to Matthew chapter 13 and that's what we're going to be talking about today. I don't want to spoil anything else. Moving on, there were so many things in this Monday that literally I could not have gotten through without the Lord. Let me tell you people of the pod walk into my 9 a.m. So I have Mondays and Wednesdays are my busy days. I have classes from eight to three like back to back. So it's like super busy day. So 8am was fine. It was great. Like whatever. We have stage movement. I get to move around, like act like a goofball. It's great. Um, today I acted like I was peeing on a fire hydrant, like a dog, just exploring, you know, life as a dog and as a character of a dog. Anyways. So then nine o'clock is theory. 
but my teacher's amazing she's super nice i didn't realize we had homework which is like my biggest fear i hate not doing my work i shouldn't say hate i dislike very strongly not doing my work because i want to show that i'm like a dedicated student and also if i like don't do good on a test or something like the teacher knows i do homework so it shows that i'm dedicated Anyways, I didn't do the stinking homework. And she walked up to me and she was like, Abby, did you do that homework? And with my saddest puppy dog face, my head was down and my eyes looked up and my eyebrows like came together in like a Nike swoosh. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I didn't cry except inside of my heart. I was crying inside of my heart. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. And she's like, it's okay. So then she walks away. So then I go up to her after class and I am and I apologize. And I was like, I'm so sorry I didn't do my homework. That's not the kind of student I am. I don't want to come off like I don't care. Um, I just, that's just not who I am. And she was so understanding and so nice. And she was like, it's okay. Like, we all have those weekends. Like, don't stress about it. And I was like, well, yeah, I know. But, you know, I, like, I need the extra practice. Like, there, I had no excuse. I'm sorry. I mean, I was busy. But, like, everyone's busy. So, whatever. I just slacked off, but she was super nice. She said she didn't count it against any of us. So like it, she didn't count the homework for anything. So it didn't count against me. Blessing, such a blessing. Then uh, I go to my 11 o'clock class. I realize I forgot to put my tap shoes in my backpack. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh my gosh. Cause I go to tap right after math, the life of a theater kid people. Let me tell you. And I walk up his name's, well, I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name. Let's call him Dr. Deer. Belmont Kids, if you know the the person from the name I'm saying, Dr. Deer, then you understand how nice this teacher is. But I just walk up to him and I'm like, hi, I made an uh-oh. And he said, uh-oh, what's your uh-oh? And I said, I forgot my tap shoes. Can I leave class a little bit early to go get them? And he said, of course. And I said, oh my goodness, thank you. And then we had a big, huge hug. Psych, we didn't have a hug. Um, anyways, yeah, that was pretty much it. And then it was, the rest of the day was good. Um, I got in trouble in one of my classes, but it was like silly trouble. So we don't even need to dive into that. It's okay. Sometimes I just like to be a little class clown, but it just, it doesn't come across sometimes. Cause I just like, you know, it's, well, in my head, it, I think it's funny. Anyways, that's beside the point. That was my day-to-day. Um, school's been really good. It's been picking up. It's just getting a lot busier. There's lots of senior shows going on. Super fulfilling to be there and be involved in all of the rehearsal processes. It's just a lot. And it's very busy. And I know everyone has very busy schedules. I'm comparing it to last semester. Um, I was talking actually to my mom about it today. And I just, I want to be sure that I don't go back to where I was. And so I can sense the, um, the workload picking up in the, the life just rehearsals and things and busyness just picking up. And so, um, I decided today, I was like, you know what? Because I could feel myself wanting to complain. I could feel myself wanting to be like, oh, like I'm so stressed about this or blah, 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 or I have this, this, this. And I was like, no, like I have the choice to decide how I feel about my schedule. I am placed here in this place for a reason, in this life for a reason. 
The Lord has me doing what I'm doing in this season day by day. And until that changes, until he wants to change it, that's where I am. So I'm going to work at it with all my heart and I'm going to find the light in every situation. And I'm going to choose to be happy about it, no matter how stressed I am, no matter how busy I am, because that's where I am right now. And I'm not going to let the devil win. And I told mom that, but basically in a shorter way. And I was like, I'm going to choose to be happy. Ding. And then she was like, go girl. Ding. And then that was it. Boom. Devil doesn't win. Point Jesus. Thank you. Next. Um, Nutrition-wise, I've been updating you guys on my nutrition. Um, I had my first meeting with my nutritionist and it went really good. I have been, this week, I have been ravenous. Literally so hungry. All the time. Literally all the time. And I think it's because I don't get to have like full meals. I have to like snack throughout the day because I don't have time to like actually get a full meal and so I come home and I'm just like starving like I literally eat like full pizzas full like huge freaking whatever's like burritos and then I go back and I have like muffins and ice cream and and chocolate and like five to six bowls of cereal some nights one night I actually had five bowls of cereal I'm not kidding five bowls of cereal and that was in not even it and I say all this to say from where I was, if you've heard my story, this is, this is such a, a, a example of growth in that it's okay to listen to your hunger cues and you should listen to your hunger cues because I, I don't like talking numbers. I don't like talking weight, but my weight has not changed. And so for my people out there who are struggling with allowing yourself to eat when you're hungry and not eat when you're not hungry and just listening to your hunger cues. Trust your body. I am eating more than I have in a while and my weight has not changed. If anything, it's gone down, which is not a good thing. It's not what I'm working towards right now. Um, But trust your body. Your body will not lie to you. The Lord made your body in a beautiful way to notify you when you're hungry and if you don't listen to that then it's going to go into starvation mode and that's where I'll leave that um for right now but if you listen to last week's podcast with Mal love her we talked a little bit about that you can go listen to that's ed you can go listen to that's college um those seem to be some of my favorite podcasts to just reference mostly because it's my story so I mean it's like most relevant to me as a person, but whatever. Um, Jesus wise, I've been serving at church of the city. I love it. It's awesome. Church of the city in Franklin. Um, I am, I guess I like, I share the host position with this girl named Jessica and oh, I shouldn't say names, but like just cause a common name. So like, it's not really like whatever. Anyways. Um, it's super fun. I love doing it. I'm making friends with the kids and it's just awesome. I just really, really, really love that church. I learned so much. Um, it's great. I'm making new friends. <laughs> I'm making new friends. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say yet. I don't want to say yet. <laughs> okay, well, no, I, I'm not going to say yet, but well, it's kind of, ob- well, all right. Anyways, from that interaction, I'm going to move on now. Um, but yeah, I've been making new friends and just chilling, hanging out. But now it's time for me to like get back on my schedule and like start going to bed early again. And like I had like a solid two weeks where I would just like stay out late and 
you know, just, like, drive around or play cards or do whatever. Um, now it's time for, it's catching up to me. I'm tired and I'm surviving off of coffee. But that's college, kids. Hashtag that's college. And I'm also proud of myself because I was so, so strict last semester. I'm really proud of myself for just following, following some impulses of just living life. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do for my spontaneous thing for February. I don't know. If you have any ideas, I'm going to put out some ideas on the podcast. Um, I, I think right now where I'm at is filling a bathtub with cereal and taking a bath in it. I don't really want to do that though. I also thought about cupping, but I, I just got a spray tan. I want to do something like other than like something on my body, you know, like maybe I, I wanted to do goat yoga, but I feel like I want to do it when it's warmer. I don't know. Let's just throw some ideas out there. Um, free, not free. I'm open to everything. I would prefer to it to not cost a lot, but I'm being spontaneous. And so that's all that matters. Last but not least, I took my, wait, did I already say that I took myself to the movies on a podcast? I don't know if I did or didn't. Everything runs together now. Oh, well. If I didn't, I took myself to the movies. I strongly encourage you to do the same. It's soups funsies. You should do it. Anyways, um, that's really all I have to say right now. That's life and it's... <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. I just said that's life. <laughs> I'm funny. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, that's great. Um, let's open up in prayer and then let's get into today's topic. I am so excited to talk about it. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day and I thank you for giving me this message, uh, this morning. Totally caught me off guard. Um, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for your timing. I'm so grateful that it happened on a Monday, February 7th, right when I needed it, right when I needed a little pick me up. I'm so grateful that you pursue us. I mean, how crazy is that? Literally, the creator, almighty, father of everything chose me, chooses the people listening, the people not listening, chooses every single person to pursue, to have a relationship with us, to desire to speak to us. Lord, I thank you so much for that. It's radical. It's crazy. And it's amazing. And that's what you are. We can't put into words your peace that you send on us. We can't put into words who you are. I'm just forever grateful and I'll work until, until your mission with me is finished. And I pray that everyone listening feels the same way. So I thank you, Lord. And I pray over this message that I'm about to share, speak through me and use me as your vessel. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Ha ha. And you'll see why I say vessel in a second. So I'm going to pop open my, you're going to hear pages turn. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that was me being silly. I wasn't actually turning. Well, I was turning. No, I wasn't turning pages. Now I'm turning pages. You hear it? Okay, I need to stop because I'm turning pages too fast. So, I opened up Matthew chapter 13. This is verses 1 through 9. Actually, wait. Wait. I'm gonna read it. Y'all, duh. I need to read. Okay, Matthew. Oh, also, I strongly urge you to get the Bible app on your phone or get Jesus Calling or both. The Bible app, uh, it's just Bible, is it Bible Gateway? No, well, mine just says Bible. I think it's like Bible Gateway or 
Bible something. I don't know. If you just look up Bible on the app store, or just have it on your phone so then you always have a Bible just there ready. There's something about reading the words um, while you hear it that helps me. I I prefer an actual Bible just so I don't get distracted by what's on my phone. But I also kind of like my phone sometimes because it's easy for me to like, I like to like look up words and I like to really understand what I'm talking about. So it's easy for me to like click onto Safari and say like, oh, what does this verse mean? Interpretations of this, different versions of this. So yeah, I would suggest to just get it on your phone. It's really easy. All right. This is 10 verses. Did y'all just hear that? I don't know if you could hear that, but my phone buzzed like four times. Wait, am I famous? Oh my gosh. Okay. Matthew chapter 13 verses 1 through 9. Yes. Later that same day, Jesus left the house and sat beside the lake. A large crowd soon gathered around him, so he got into a boat. Then he sat... Oh my gosh. My phone just buzzed again. I'm so sorry. Then he sat there and taught as the people stood on the shore. He told many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across the field, some seeds fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun and soon they didn't have deep roots. They died. And since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Verse 7, other seeds fell among the thorns and grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still, other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as they had been planted. Anyone who hears should listen and understand. So that's what I read this morning. And I kind of just sat there and I was like, you know, people focus, I mean, I, I know I do, people focus so heavily on the story, the, the actual parable itself. I was like, there's so much that happens before this parable. And I was just thinking, I was like, Jesus is just sitting there by himself. Like he wants to be by himself. Like, I don't know about you, but like if I had a beach just like near me and I would go sit there by myself, like that means I need to be alone. Like I need my alone time. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to the beach, I'm going to invite friends. So if I'm there by myself, that means I, I, I need to like cleanse and just like be on my own. And, um, and I feel like that's what Jesus is doing here is he, he went to just get away from it all and just kind of like rest with his father, have, have some restoration, some like solitude, just being on his own and just like, you know, that's, that's a very Jesus thing to do is to, you know, realize where you are, just kind of calm down, have peace and people start to crowd around him. And so automatically I thought of like the best like earthly example I could think of was like a celebrity and paparazzi. Now, obviously Jesus is like perfect and nobody here on earth is perfect. So like celebrities aren't perfect, but you know, it's like a, it's a good example of an invasion type of feeling of like, oh my gosh, these people are coming when Jesus is here by himself having his time. And I think it's a great example of, I always say like majority of Jesus's ministry was interruptions. This right here is an interruption and Jesus could have very well said like, hey guys, I need, wow, I just got a notification. We're going to keep going. This is just a, there's just a lot of notifications going on in this pod, but this is a message that I want to share and I'm going to share it. Um, so yeah, yeah back on track. So like majority of Jesus's ministry was interruptions. And 
this is a perfect example of that, of that he didn't push people away. He didn't say, hey guys, like I need some time to myself and then we can talk like, oh, like, oh, please get out or whatever. Or he didn't like run away. He didn't cower. Like he didn't hide. He didn't do any of that, which thinking back to like the paparazzi and celebrity example, which is silly, but kind of accurate. It's like, think about like celebrities, like Jesus was a celebrity. Like people wanted to talk to him and like, you know, who's this? Tell us this. Tell us this. Just like people getting cameras in their face. Like, tell us this, tell us this. And think of like how many people are like, just don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Now, you know, celebrities like personal space is their personal space. But I just think it's so beautiful how Jesus not only didn't shoo the people away, but he got on a boat to be able to spread the word to everyone so that everyone could hear. And so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, wow, okay, first of all, he gets on a platform to be able to spread the word of the Lord to people instead of shooing them away when he wanted to be alone. And then I'm thinking, where did the boat come from? And I'm like, people don't just like have their boats on like the sand. They put them in a dock. Now, if you're like, they're chilling like for a little bit yeah but like you don't keep your boats like you don't keep a boat on the shore you know like just float like you put the anchor in and like whatever and you sit there for a couple hours and then you leave and you go put your boat on the dock and I'm thinking like okay where'd this boat come from then I'm thinking wait people who have boats don't like other people on their boats you know what I mean like when we go out on the boat we aren't trying to have other people stand up there. So I'm like, what? Like, it doesn't say anything about anyone getting mad. It doesn't say anything about anyone, you know, getting frustrated that, like, now it is Jesus. But, you know, he didn't ask permission. He didn't, I mean, he's Jesus. I guess he doesn't really need to ask permission. But I don't know. I feel like that would have been said. Now, this is all just, like, things in my mind. But I feel like that would have been said somewhere, like, like, if someone would have gotten upset about him, like, if the sailor would have gotten upset or the owner of the boat would have gotten upset about someone else being on his, I don't know, in, like, crowds around the boat. I feel like something would have been said about that. And so I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking, like, how, like, how does this so smoothly just work out? And then I'm thinking, Jesus was alone. And then in a split second, he switches to tell the word. He didn't have something prepared. He didn't have notes. Like, he didn't have a sermon that he prepped for, like, weeks before to go speak. And all these wheels are just, like, turning in my head. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, like what? how does this all come together? So I look up the definition of boat on, on the dictionary. I look up the definition of boat. I don't know why. I just felt like I needed to. And it said, a small vessel propelled on water by oars, sails, or an engine. I circled a small vessel because I was like, wait, there's another verse in the Bible about us being vessels. Second Timothy chapter two, verse 21 says, therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. And it all just clicked for me. This is a perfect example of Jesus in human form. A perfect example for us to see, like, we can be vessels as 
Jesus used this vessel as the platform to share the word. This boat, this vessel, this uh, foundation, platform that God had set before him was able to be used to share the word when he, quote unquote, wasn't prepared. Now he's Jesus. So he's always, you know, he's always ready. But, but it's an example for us as the vessels here placed in this earth, like God will provide that foundation. So often I feel like we think like when people ask us questions like, oh, well, why do you think God is real? Or, you know, prove God's existence or, well, what about this? What about this? A loving God is going to let bad things happen. This, that, and the other, like you believe what, like, what do you believe? Like you've never seen him before. You know, all of these things that are really, really, really hard for us ourselves to kind of come back and like say things about, like we don't prepare for stuff like this. We don't, we don't sit here and prepare constantly, like for, for people to ask us the hard questions, you know, we study and we read and maybe you're not even a Christian. Maybe you're just listening to this and you're like, whoa, this is like information overload. But the thing is, we can't rely on ourselves in any circumstance. So when these hard questions come, I don't know about you, but instantly I think, what can I say? What can I say to make it sound like I'm a good Christian? What can I say to make it sound like I know what I'm talking about? And that is the, the wrong way to go about it. And I say this to myself. You know what I mean? It's like when people come up to you and ask you for advice, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to say some sort of advice because they're asking me. So it's like when people ask you like the difficult questions about Jesus, like, oh my gosh, what do I say? Like they're asking me. So it needs to be right. It doesn't need to be right. It needs to be God. It, he, he shows us in the story, he provided a boat for Jesus to use to be able to spread the word. He's going to provide a platform for us. He's going to provide the words if we just trust in him. And if we turn to him first before we say words out of our mouth from our mind, we need to dig into our heart because he lives there. That's where he is. And so when we're asked these tough questions that we don't prepare for, we we aren't prepared for necessarily. We know if we're reading the word, if we're meditating on the word, if we're doing our homework, if we're going to church, if we're serving in the church, if we're talking to Jesus, if we're doing these things, that we center our lives around the Lord. When these questions come our way, we know exactly where to go. We go to the Father and the Father is going to speak through us. He will. He's always there. He's never going to leave. Ever. And he shows us in this story, he places a random boat in there. There's. It's not a coincidence that a boat is defined by a vessel and in the Bible it says that we are vessels. That's not a coincidence. The Bible is full of all, all of these examples, which I, I, this is what I find so beautiful about the Bible is that it's, it's filled with all of these examples that you can interpret in your mind 10 million different ways. One of my friends, they, well, one of my, one of my not friends, I don't, my boyfriend, my boyfriend said this, we'll dive into that later. But he was like, he said something and then he was like, but I, you know, like we were, we were having Bible time and he was like, you know, like, this is how I think about this, but I don't know if it's right. It, it, and I was like, what do you, what do you mean? 
And he was like, well, I don't know if it's right. Like, that's just how I think of it. Well, if that's how you think of it, then that's what it means to you, you know? And that's beautiful. That's what's so beautiful about the Bible is that there's so many different ways each of us can take in this information. There's so many different ways each of us can share the information. So when you feel these hard questions being placed on you, being asked upon you, and you don't feel prepared, or you feel the Lord telling you to go do something and you don't feel like it's the right time, or you feel this urge to do something, but you just feel like you can't, you don't feel like you're not an, or you feel like you're not enough. You feel all of these different things. That's the devil creeping in telling you you can't. God isn't going to tell you you can't. God's the one telling you to go out there and do it because he believes in you because he knows because he will provide. He will be there to support you. He will be that boat foundation for you to go spread the word to so many people when you don't feel prepared. And that's a beautiful thing. It's so beautiful. If we just trust in the Lord our God, it is crazy how he will not only transform your life, your mind, your heart, your spirit, but the people around you. And I just thought it was crazy. I don't know. Like the more I, the more I think about this, the more connections I just, I feel like I can make in my head. And I feel like people listening have so many different connections they can make too. And I just want to hear it all. Because again, like I said, it doesn't, it's not, it's not right. It's, it's God. Like you don't have to be right. You just say what God is telling you. Share it. Share it and allow the confidence of the Lord to build you up to be able to spread what is laid on your heart. Follow that Follow that urge, follow that passion, follow that desire. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So then it was time for me to go to class. <laughs> and so I didn't even get to the seed part, but I wrote down quickly, just like every, everything that it said that the seeds had gone through. So birds devoured seeds. The seeds fell on rocky ground with no soil. They fell on thorns. And then I stopped and I said, wait, wait, wait. They fell on rocky ground with no soil. So this is verse five. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. This verse really stood out to me out of the whole parable. Verse five. And I underlined where they did not have much soil. And in this explanation, I think the soil is the word. When when troubles come, when instances come in our way and we are not filled up with the word, when we are not filled up with the facts we need to be able to combat these hard times in our life, to be able to, you know, fight the devil when he's telling us these lies, when we don't have that soil, the seeds, the seeds are going to, are going to demo demolish. I don't even know if that's the right word. We're not going to thrive, basically. We are the seeds and we're not going to grow. You have to have the soil in order to grow. And there's so many different aspects that make a seed grow. There's the water. There's the soil. There's the, the I guess, the depth of, like, how deep you put it in. I don't, I don't plant. I don't have a green thumb. I don't know how this works. You have to have the sunlight, though. I mean, I was taught photosynthesis. Like, I don't know, like, how it works. But, like, I don't know. I'm an actor. But you get what I mean. 
Where there is no soil, you will not grow. Read the word. Read the word. For so long, I didn't read the word. And yes, you are a great Christian no matter what. Now, that's not really for me to say. That's not really... I guess that's the wrong way to put it. Scratch that. Because, like, my... I don't have the, like, authority or, like, the the like the right to be able to say like oh you're a great christian like you know what i mean do y'all get what i'm saying like i can't say i'm a great christian you're a great christian like i don't have that authority i guess what i i'm meaning is like everyone has their own journey that's what i mean don't compare yourself to what billy joe is doing what bobby sue is doing like you stay on your own path and you you follow what you're doing um and and follow the lord because that is the way for you But if you do not get invested in the word, you will not grow. I can confidently say that because I've been there for so long. I didn't read the word and I would spread this, this news that was almost like a pep talk. It was almost like, like, and then I would like kind of brand Jesus's name on it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, let me tell you some really inspiring things that aren't backed up with scripture. And then let me say I'm a Christian. So that means that it's biblical. No, Mm-mm. that's, that's not right. And I'm saying that because I, I, I did that for so long and it's kind of hard to say that. And like, yeah, good advice is good advice, but it's earthly advice and earthly advice isn't going to take you anywhere. Biblical Scripture-based advice is how you are going to find your soil to grow, period. End of discussion. That is how, the moment that I started digging into the word and, and meditating on scripture, understanding what I was reading, that's when things changed for me. And it's really hard to find that desire to do it every day. But now it gets to the point to where if I don't read the Bible, I feel off anxiety creeps in. I don't have my armor. I do not have my armor to fight the evil of this world that creeps in. And it'll try to creep in every day. Why would the devil try to go after someone who's already falling? He's going to go after people who are strong. He's going to go after people who have that soil to grow. He's going to be that rocky ground. He, He is that rocky ground. And if we don't have that soil to combat it, He's slowly, slowly going to win. And he can't. He can't win. God is more powerful than him. So if we are filling ourselves with God, he won't win over your life. God will. God will. We have everything we need in the word, in prayer, in meditation, in how we fill our time, in who we fill our time with to be able to have rich, fertile soil. But we have to choose that. We have to choose that and we have to work for it. Soil don't just wind up there. You have to walk to where you need to go. You have to find good soil. You have to buy it at the store. I don't know. I guess, yeah, you buy it at the store. You have to keep up with it. You have to like, don't you have to like turn it over? And then like turn it over again, re re turn over it or whatever, mix it up. I don't know. Reread scripture you've read before. 
find new things. I ha I haven't looked at this parable in, I don't know, maybe six months? But I know it. I know it by heart. But I read it and I found a whole new take on it. If I read it again, I'd probably find another one. If I read it again, I'd probably find another one. But it's because the Bible is factual yet interpretive. And it's different for everyone because God made us all different and God made us in a beautiful way that we each take away different things. And then when we talk about that and when we share about that and when you find people you can talk about that with and learn different things from them and be open to hearing everyone's ideas, you're going to grow so much. And it's not going to be just one plant. It's going to be a garden. And you're going to have this beautiful botanical type beet garden, roses, tulips, uh, sunflowers, and violet, whatever, chrysanthemum, pine trees. I don't know. You get what I'm saying, though? There's, it, They're all different. But together, they're beautiful. Apart, they're beautiful, too. In their own special way. But there's something about when all different flowers come together and make a beautiful bouquet that it just adds something. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's it. That, that's all. Um, I really got into that, actually. Dang. Thanks, Jesus. Jesus? <laughs> that was Jesus, man. Just spitting facts. Straight facts. Wow. That was fun. Anyways, that's life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to end the podcast here. Thank you guys so much for listening, though. I really hope you took away something. Maybe now you have a strong desire to go plant a flower. Who knows? Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Go follow the podcast Instagram if you want some words of encouragement every day. I try to post every day or every other day. I usually post on the um, Instagram every day, but uh, I find just so many sweet moments in life that I just love to share on there. And I, I, I have a special place in my heart for that Instagram. I really do. Um, so yeah, go follow it. It's at the that's life pod on Instagram. Uh, I do lots of interactive things if you want to just get a little bit more involved in the pod. Uh, I guess I'm starting to figure out like how Spotify works. And so I guess you're supposed to like rate it, rate the podcast. I don't know. I don't really, I don't really want to get too into that stuff because that's not really like my motivation behind it. But if it helps the podcast grow, then I guess that's good because then it helps the word spread to more people. So I don't know. I guess I'm supposed to tell you to rate the podcast right now, but it's not, you know, it's not really like, eh, whatever. I mean, you can if you want, you don't if you don't know to, but whatever. Anyways, um, you know what you should do? You should go rate your Bible five stars. Ha ha. I'm funny. Okay. Anyways, I think that's really all. Um, I'm going to try to get another guest on here. We're going to, it's a new month, so we're going to have another bonus episode. Hashtag that's mama. A lot of people really like hearing from my mom. Obviously, she's an amazing woman. She's awesome. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for listening to about 40 minutes of some seeds, some life updates, <laughs> some silly moments, some interruptions, but you know what? 
Jesus's ministry was interruptions. So we just keep going with it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you come back next week. Happy Friday. If you're listening on a Friday or happy whatever day this is for you. Have the best week ever. Go crack open your Bible, read a couple of verses and go share it. I urge you to be confident, pray for the confidence, pray for the desire to read the word, to get invested into it and to apply it in your daily life. I love you and Jesus loves you and that's life. 